Dear friends in Christ, there are three courageous figures who stand out in St. Mark's account of the Passion of the Lord. One, obviously, is the Lord Jesus himself. Yes, Jesus is the Son of God. He is divine. But he is also fully human. In his humanity, he experienced, experienced the fullest measure of suffering. And he did it out of love. He was indeed the suffering servant, the mysterious figure mentioned in today's passage from the book of the prophet Isaiah. He endured the graphic suffering recounted in it. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. He accepted all of the violence that his opponents meted out because of his faithfulness to God as well as his confidence in the Father's love for him. I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. The Lord God is my help, and therefore I am not disgraced. Jesus' courage, his profound love, was expressed, St. Paul tells us, most perfectly through humility. Christ Jesus emptied himself. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death. Jesus' death on the cross is the supreme example of humility. And it is the supreme example, my friends, of sacrificial love. Christ gave all. He held nothing back. For this reason, the Father exalted the Son above all. It was and is the Father's glory to give glory to His Son. In the Son's divinity, which He always has, and even more, in his humanity, which he assumed for our sakes. The second courageous person, and the evangelist Mark names him as such, is Joseph of Arimathea, who, Mark says, courageously went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus so that it could be buried. A devout Jew, Joseph is called a distinguished member of the council, probably the Sanhedrin. Normally, the Romans would leave a crucified body to decay or be devoured by animals so that the disgrace of execution would continue after death. Thus, it took courage for Joseph to approach Pilate and request Jesus' body. He risked both the anger of the Sanhedrin, who had condemned Jesus, and the danger of being associated with an enemy of the state. Pilate grants Joseph's requests. And Joseph's action of burying Jesus, though he did not know it, would be the necessary preparation for the resurrection. But it was the courageous person mentioned at the very beginning of Mark's Passion's narrative who, besides the Lord himself, deserves our attention. She is the unnamed woman who disrupted the banquet at the home of Simon the leper. While the guests are dining, she enters the home with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfumed oil and approaches Jesus. 
Such a treasure might have been a family heirloom. Completely unconcerned about expense or decorum, the woman breaks the alabaster jar and pours the perfumed oil on the head of Jesus. How bold she was. How courageous as she risked the indignation of host and guests. And the word in Greek translated as broke actually means to shatter. To shatter. This woman, the woman gives up any possibility of reusing the flask or saving some of its contents. Dear friends, it was this woman who, other than Jesus himself, is the first person, the first person to have an intuition into the meaning of Christ's impending passion. By acting as she did, she gave to Jesus the very best that she had. Anointing the head with oil was a way to crown a king or ordain a priest. By anointing Jesus' head, she, fully knowing it or not, maybe not, symbolically recognized Jesus as the messianic king and high priest. And Jesus affirmed her action. Mark reported that the guests were infuriated at her because, to their way of thinking, she had wasted all of the precious oil. But how could anything given to the Messiah be a waste? The woman with deep intuition had recognized the primacy of devotion to Jesus over all works of charity. With her gesture, she proclaimed that Jesus is worthy of all, worthy of her whole life being poured out. What does Jesus say? He says... She has done what she could. She has anticipated anointing my body for burial. In other words, she gave everything she had to give, holding nothing back. The woman was extravagant. She poured out on him what was most precious to her. Moreover, her anointing was a prophetic gesture, anticipating Jesus' death. She prepared Jesus for his burial by affirming the unspeakable value of life he was about to pour out. Such was the genius, the genius contained in the intuition of this unnamed but never forgotten woman. In the aftermath of the dramatic reading of the Passion, dear brothers and sisters, we must imitate the noble and worthy action of the woman of Bethany. The only adequate response, the only adequate response to the full measure of love which Jesus offered to us from the cross is to offer ourselves unreservedly to him. We must offer him the most precious gift we have, our very lives. Giving it to Jesus because Jesus held nothing back the woman held nothing back, and we should do the same.